Although, you know what was crazy? Is that for not having headphones when you said my name at first, came in perfectly clear. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That's not normal. Hmm, interesting. Maybe it's my brand new laptop. Oh, someone's bragging about their unemployment spendings. What's going on? Nothing to do at all with my time. So since I started looting, I'm going to have to ask you immediately what kind of laptop you bought and what's your address. <laughs> I like how you, like you preface it like, since I started looting. I mean, you could have just said anything, really. Yeah. Like, I'm in the market for a new... <laughs> well, let me ask you, could I carry it under my arm like a football and still run at full speed? Or does it take like both hands and I'm going to run clunky with it? I mean, I don't... I, how do you how do you run with stuff? I would assume like if you have any kind of upper body strength, you'd be able to pick up pretty I don't. much anything and <laughs> run with it. Actually, I feel like I'm a stout little ant, short of short man. I feel like I can pick up stuff. Yeah, I would think that of all the people, you should have you know low center of gravity, and you'd be mm-hmm. hard to knock over. Yeah, and if anything, yeah, I'm pretty much Toad from uh, Super Mario Two. You are Toad. <laughs> you're very toad you're toad-esque and you're also you also got a little yoshi in you little yoshi little yoshi little saddle yeah Take put a, a little saddle on you mm-hmm. i eat like, things i shouldn't it's weird side effects but i'm cool with it yeah like at any point we can sacrifice you so i could leap up to the next i was yeah that's that, the saddest part yeah that's <laughs> that's so fucked up in mario when they do that shit when you're like i have no other recourse i have to sacrifice my yoshi <laughs> yeah for sure you got to kill your friend but they're just teaching you a lesson for later in life you know if i could think about all the people i've met in comedy that had to not be my friend anymore to make it further in comedy <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a bunch of yoshis in the comedy world yeah that's what i'm saying yeah you see them you, you meet them all eventually you're a yoshi i'm a yoshi like yeah in kind of comedy, we could at any point you can turn into a you could be a Mario or you could be a Yoshi. I have a theory. Of course, this is a very Yoshi theory. Sure. At one point in time, we all get to be a Mario and we all get to be a Yoshi. Oh yeah. Um, I have to tell myself that as a Yoshi, <laughs> that as... one day I'll sacrifice my own Yoshi. Yeah, I, I I fluctuate between Mario and Yoshi. Yeah, I think we all do. Sometimes, right? sometimes Luigi, you know, where like you'll be on the show and obviously it's clear as day people prefer the headliner or, or feature depending on what, where you are in the show. And yeah, I've been the worst one on the show before, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah so Luigi. <laughs> so there's a Luigi where you're like, like maybe. But even he got Luigi's Haunted Mansion. So he had a day where he was Mario. That's true. But who really, that's like when you do a, when you headline a bar show. And you get your friends to come, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're just like, they're, they're there because they think they like you, but really they're, they're there because they're just trying to show their support. But this is the last bar show they're going to. That's what Luigi's Haunted Mansion is like. Yeah. So like, let's say you, you do one of those and they're like, did you bring anybody? You're like, I brought these 20 ghosts. <laughs> and they're really terrible audience members because if you look them in the eye, they just turn around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they refuse to make eye contact, but they're mine. I brought them. So yeah. one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> and that bit, that big one over there, too. Oh, yeah. Also, that mean-looking bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, bigger than us. It's three times bigger than us, and it's just 
but it's leisurely bullets. You're going to be oh surprised my. at how leisure the bullet is. Go, go. Oh, yeah. A bullet you can easily outrun. <laughs> yeah, of course. We all know about those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, shit. Kane, since I have you on, I have to ask you, mm-hmm. as sexually as possible, how excited are you for this Spider-Man video game? Oh, my God. <laughs> I... I mean, I was I love a good connected universe as much as mm-hmm. the next nerd. Um and uh I just love that they set up Miles perfectly in the first game to yeah. become the next Spider-Man. And if you play the um and uh, the like the first game ends with Miles showing Peter his powers. But then if you buy the DLC of the first Spider-Man game, you get to talk to Miles throughout. Miles is begging Peter hmm. to show him how to be Spider-Man. So they've layered in. They've gotten us ready for this game. It's yeah. very, very smart. I uh, waited. I have a friend that's like, loves Spider-Man. And he loves Miles. And he loves video games. And he loved that last game. That's all he talked about for a bit. And yeah. I waited like four or five hours after the trailer draft to like get that text. And I got nothing. Right, And so I sent him a text and I was like, Hey, so I know you watched that trailer. And he was like, what trailer? And I was like, the Spider-Man game. He's like, dude, I already bought it. I already beat it. And I was like, oh my God, I got to show somebody this, which doesn't happen in today's world. And I said, yeah. put a condom on. You're going to come one <laughs> second. And then I sent him the trailer. But he's one of those guys that's like, I don't want to watch the trailer. Just when's the date? I'm already going to buy it. <laughs> and I was like, well, here's the kicker. Uh, it's the holidays, and he goes, perfect, I'm going to pre-order it now. And I was like, well, don't forget to pre-order a PS5. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's man. not for what you have. Mm-hmm. I would say, too, that Miles is uh, has become the better Spider-Man. Like, at the He's beginning... the cooler one right now. Well, the thing, about, the thing about Peter Parker's Spider-Man is during the height of, of, of superheroes, it was all, like, you know, millionaires and uh, and guys who were guys who went out for vengeance, you know, you had, you had Superman and Batman. And um, I think Thor might've been kicking around at the same time. But the thing that was like great about Peter is that uh, yeah, uncle Ben died, but there was a lot more to uh, the reason that he wanted to fight as Spider-Man. And it, and he was also, he, you know, didn't make a lot of money. And he, his also the paper he worked for was always shitting on him and, He's, you know, I love that part. Yeah, That's he's the part an, that I relate to. Exactly. He's an average dude or an, aver- an average or so guy that gets bit by a spider and then he gets superpowers and he still gets fucked over a lot of the time. Like, Peter rarely wins. No, Spider-Man gets the win. Peter doesn't really get the win. Right. And then Miles, now Miles comes along and Miles gets a lot of great upgraded powers. Uh-huh along with his, his, he gets to be everything that Spider-Man is. His arguably suit is the cooler of the two Spider-Man suits. Yeah, and I would also say because of my own generation, I'm like, he's the one with the Jordans. He got his own Jordan ones, therefore he's cooler. You know, yeah. he's probably gonna get laid more. Like all of that, he's yeah. slicker. Absolutely. I love, and I also love, I, I, made, a, I made a Miles Morales uh, art piece and I yeah, changed- like three days before the trailer dropped, surprisingly. I know, what, is the, what are the odds of that? I know, that's what I thought when I saw it. I was just like, did Kane know something? 
What's going on? This I son love- of a bitch is on the inside and he's wasting it in his own notebook. I love Spider. I love um I've always loved Spider-Man and I love Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is is the best. You can go ahead and argue with me all you want, but Spider-Verse is the best of all the Spider-Man movies. Easily. No, there's yeah. it's a mile. By yeah. a mile. Yeah. And I it just because I want people to troll me on the internet, but I do believe this. I think Lego Batman might be the best Batman movie that's out there. It is really good. Will it Arnett, is. No, I yeah. liked it better than all of the Christopher Nolan ones. That's I right. I see it. I said it. I can see it. <laughs> I think after that, it's uh, it's Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the fucking Phantasm! Oh my God, that is such a great movie. It's a great movie, it's right? Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, so then I got that as my second. Then Batman Returns then Batman, then we're going with the second Christopher Nolan movie. And then Adam West. <laughs> That's where I feel about these things. You go, wait a minute, you go Returns and then 1989 Batman? Yeah, How, when was the last time you watched 1989 Batman? I've watched 1989 Batman all the time. I know that movie by heart. I have the Prince song, the song that, well, I have one Bat of the Dance. Prince songs. Not Bat Dance. I have the one where oh. um, Joker's coming down the streets of I see God the future float no no okay i'm sorry there's so many i had the soundtrack i love it i'm a prince fan i'm a batman yeah. fan so it's like the combination of two which should never have married married no. quite nicely yes but that movie i don't think aged well when i watch it jack nicholson looks like an old man trying to act like a young man he and an it's just man. yeah and it's just weird you're like no you know what we could have just gotten a young man to play a young man yeah, but Nicholson's, there's no reason not to. Nicholson's Joker laugh. I mean, he is. I mean, if you look at The Shining, and if you would have, which gotten, I have, yeah, if you if you would have gotten maybe that version of Jack, like that yes. young, that young's kind of slender, but getting like, I'll, I'll, like think about the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, if it was made with young '70s Nicholson. I mean, yeah, we can't. I mean. If we're gonna deep fake it, sure. Yeah, we could do that. Yes. But no, you're but that's what I'm watching. It's like I'm watching a thing where it's like, I see what Nicholson's doing, mm-hmm. but I'm also feeling him acting. I don't feel like I'm watching the Joker, the way that like Heath Ledger kind of just became the Joker and we stopped uh-huh. seeing Heath Ledger. Which by the way, the reason that movie's great is only because of that performance. I hate the movie around that character. And that you're out of your goddamn mind. And I hate this. People will take <laughs> I've heard this argument before. I heard it when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. That is insane to me. That is. I in- think the girlfriend I went to go see that movie with broke up with me for that uh, opinion. I'd want to break up with you. I'm sick. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Well, guys, that's another episode of putting up with Aaron Michael Marsh. I have opinions about Batman, and Kane has no tolerance. I I want to have tolerance, but to say that Heath Ledger is the only reason that movie is good is. Yeah a big crock of shit that is a crock that is a big mound a bathtub filled to the brim with crocodile shit yeah but it's my crocodile shit and you're just bathing in the middle of it you suck and i hate you for your opinion (laughs) yeah but i'm not alone in that opinion i know it's a weird it's a weird phenomenon where i'm like you don't feel you don't feel tense that entire time for all the characters you don't think that no. Bale, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Aaron Eckhart, Gary Oldman, you don't think those guys are doing a good job? Well, More- you know what? 
You don't think he's doing a good job in the movie? Morgan Freeman's character could have disappeared in the whole movie and it would have been the same. He would have walked into a computer and the computer would have been like, oh, look, I'm a computer. And he just would have done it. Morgan Freeman was not needed. You wasted Morgan Freeman's time by casting. No, no, you did. No, he makes the gadgets for Bruce. He makes it. It could have just just been a computer. No. Yeah, you're wrong. I think Alfred's despicable in it. I don't think Michael Caine's a good actor. You don't think Michael Caine's a good actor? What does that mean? What does that even mean? It means I'm watching a parody of an actor when I'm watching <laughs> Michael Caine. I'm not watching an actor. I'm not watching a man transform a thing. I'm watching a man put on a different name tag and be like, okay, uh-huh. now, now I'm Roger. And you're, you're like, no, you're not Roger. You're still Michael with Roger's name tag. I'm going to give you a bunch of Michael Caine lines from the dark night and you're gonna read them you're gonna try and act you're gonna do that right now no no this is my show you can't take over my lines from the (laughs) dark night by michael kane uh joker 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 alfred of course yeah of course they're just gonna be joker 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 okay now also but you are mentioned uh gary oldman completely disguises himself in characters every time he shows up in a movie brilliant absolutely actor. i completely I, brilliant i i agree with you a hundred percent yeah so i want to let that be known that i'm not invisible to seeing talent you know <laughs> all right i'm gonna okay do this line wait no wait, not that line that line's stupid how about this line oh okay all right the line where he says men aren't men aren't looking for anything logical like money they can't be bought bullied reason or negotiated with some men just want to watch the world burn okay go dude that is such a long line you think i can memorize i barely know my own starbucks order and it's my (laughs) order it's what i want in my heart all right some men just want to watch the world burn okay oh god that sounded like a starbucks order yes i will have yeah i'm not trying to chaos the chaos you know but okay I guess he said that line all right. You know, maybe I'm judging it hard because I'm comparing it to these masterpieces like Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm is really good. Yeah, completely forgotten. It is. Excellent movie. It is fantastic. Do you have yeah. HBO Max? Because all that stuff is going to HBO Max. My cousin gave me the password, which I, if you Venmo me $10, will give you that password. Anyone <laughs> listening, at Aaron and Marsh. Uh, but I have a Roku, so I have to wait for Roku to get the app for it. Oh man, get a PlayStation. Stop dicking around over there. I barely got a Sega Genesis Mini this week. Uh, if you're gonna play Miles, if you're gonna play as Miles Morales, you're gonna have to get a PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. That does nothing for me till the holidays, 2020. Oh man, I can't wait. It kind of looks goofy. The console looks goofy. But people were talking about how it's like so sleek and sexy, but it's got like those weird Batman ears on both sides. Yeah. I don't and I'm like, I bet you it's going to be fucking hell once you get it home and try to put it on a shelf. Yeah. You're like, oh, look, this part that means nothing is what's holding me back. <laughs> it's going to get caught on stuff. Yeah. Just make it the only size it needs to be. Yeah. I don't understand because the PlayStation 2 and 3 and 4 are all relatively the same design with some yeah. tweaks here and there. Why they needed to make it like like it's going to transform into an Audi? I don't I don't get that. It just yeah, it looks like it's it mid transformation. It's like a flower the day before it blooms. 
And so you're just like, is there a point where I can upgrade my PS5 and it's just <laughs> full bloom? Yeah. Actually, can I upgrade my PS5 to the sleek look of the first PlayStation? Remember where the first PlayStation yeah. had the disc pop up? I had that, yeah. The lid? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it was a good-looking machine. Clink. Just nice and, and you'd hear the disc spin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember you if you missed a click, you would re- like, oh no, the game's not gonna load. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How am I gonna play this barely playable WCW game now? God damn it. Oh man, all I, I I was never a wrestling fan, but I think one of the funnest games uh is was wrestling games like on the 64 on the, the 64 nintendo 64 is the peak of wrestling games and WWE. right now they're unplayable trash the mm-hmm. games it's terrible yeah they look like shit like baseball yeah. games now like i can't really play uh i can't really play baseball games yeah they're they all, became they're all simulators. The same. yeah they suck i never played video games because i wanted a simulator if i wanted to play baseball i would be outside exactly <laughs> yeah I want to hit dingers. I want to dive and catch things. And when I dive, I want to catch it more than half the time. I did don't you, want it to be like you, a... Go ahead. Sorry, but did you ever play the 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 baseball game that was essentially like... Um, it was like Blitz. Do you remember Blitz 64? Of course I remember Blitz. Okay, so they had Super a Super base- pumped up arcade NFL game for anybody who doesn't know. Where you can already be rushing the line before they even hike. And just a force field would hold you back, but you're like ready at full speed. And you could just plow through them. And then you could, you, you could pile drive. You could, you can leap on top of them. And oh, I would always throw the bomb. I would always pick course. I mean, what else are you going to, what are you going to fucking. Yeah. You're not playing for strategy. No. If you're trying to build your running game and blitz, you're doing it wrong. It's an arcade game. Go for the end zone every time. Oh, right, you're going to run around. I'm going to pitch it to you. Fuck that. We're just going to Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for gold every exactly. time. Um, but there was a baseball game that was made. I can't remember the name of it, but it was essentially Blitz for baseball. And I played that shit every single chance I could. You could slide. You could slide into first even. And when you slid into first, you could kick the first baseman off of the base and be safe. That's so illegal that's incredible i've never heard of this yeah you can drop you could like you would always there was like a meter and then whenever you'd hit a home run you knew it because the baseball would catch on fire and then it would just fly into the (laughs) the atmosphere it was amazing and you could like you could um i i I might be misremembering but i feel like you could break from home plate and chase people like you could just start running that sounds great with your bat oh with your bat yeah so it's like could... my stepdad when he's angry <laughs> is your stepdad my dad <laughs> uh at one point in time that could have definitely happened sure i'm sure uh we don't know the name of that game huh That's i can't bad. remember but it was it was the best baseball game ever and it was during the Mar- can you remember the longest home run you've ever seen in person yeah uh, oh you mean like at a game or like yeah watching a game longest home run well, I mean, during the Maguire Sosa mm-hmm. run, I mean, I watched every every single game. I like became I became a Cubs fan just for like a split second. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, like the year after that, or maybe two years after that, I moved to Chicago, 
and I saw Sammy Sosa hit a 500 footer in Wrigley Field. God damn. Yeah. God. Which I like had to look it up. It's like the longest of his career. And I was like, I've definitely never seen anything longer than that. Yeah. It was just like from the moment he hit it, you're just like, oh, okay, this is just going to go until, until it's done. I, I mean, I've only hit a few home runs in my um, short career of a, as a baseball player. For anyone listening, uh, Kane played professional baseball for two years. For two for years. the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> he was a DH, so it was only about 30 plate appearances. Was he great. was the, the Chris Gwynn uh, Jr., really, of the team. Go ahead. <laughs> um, dude, but there is, I mean, there is no, there is no, like, more astonishing feeling than when you actually hit, when you, like, the first time you hit it, and it just starts rolling. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, you're like, is it going? <laughs> like, it's a shocking yeah. It's shocking when you hit a home run. And I've only- my little league didn't have a fence. So basically, it didn't matter if it had the, the height or not. You just had to hit it past the outfielders. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like what you hope for. And a couple of times you like hit it past and they're like still running. And you're like going through second. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, this is going to happen. <laughs> I had such an aggressive streak when I was, uh, when I played baseball, like one time I, um, well, I, like I had an umpire who I think might've been like 18, 19. He wasn't that much, he wasn't that much older than me. And, uh, I got hit with a pitch and I went to go walk to first base and he's like, no, no, you didn't, uh, you didn't try and get out of the way. And I'm like, I didn't lean into it either. Like he fucking, he hit me and he's like, no, you didn't attempt to get out of the way. So I'm like, it's a wild fucking pitch. Are yeah, you, you can't just get hit by pitches and stay in the batters. I've never seen that. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, there is, if you lean into it, sure. Yeah, you're, you're trying to get on base, but I didn't do that. I yeah. fucking, I stood there, and then the pitch, like, it was a curve that went wild, and it fucking tagged me in the shoulder. That's, this mm-hmm. is some bullshit. And I kept, he's like, no, 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 no. So I finally, I hit a grounder to first, and then I was able to, like, work my way. And then as... Uh, one of my players hits a, a single. I, yeah. start, I take off, and the the um, I think it was like second baseman was able to like get it before and like throw it in right at the moment. I slide. He calls mm-hmm. me. He calls me safe. Then I get up and I I pretend like I don't know where I'm at. Like I just like there's dust around. And as I'm like brushing myself off, I bump. <laughs> I just fucking shove the umpire, and then he's like, "All right, kicked out of the game." Yeah, he was, he was so. Funny. I was like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, on both sides, actually, I would have done the same thing. I would have been a shithead as a base runner, but I also would have been a shithead as an umpire too. Yeah, I, I we had this one umpire. We love this dude because him calling, even if you struck out, you wanted to hear him his his calls because he would go like a ball. Ball would be like, "Well." You know, he's loud with all of it, but a strike was beautiful. Sir! <laughs> Hi! Oh, it was I love that. Beautiful. It's like, you think they teach that? I think that's his genuine heart and soul. That's what's inside <laughs> him. <laughs> like, just like one night he woke up, he's like, I just want to yell strike beautifully. I got to figure out how I can do this. Uh-oh. And he like works at a bowling alley and they're like, not here. You don't do that here. <laughs> 
we got to get you to a baseball diamond or something where it makes more sense for you to behave like this. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Man, I miss sports. Yeah, we all do. Have you watched the Korean baseball? No. It feels weird. It airs like at midnight, and you watch. I've chosen a team. Oh, really? I watched the Deuce on Bears. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. It sounds like Tucson, uh, Bears. I have Bears stuff. I have Tucson stuff. Makes sense. They're my team. If there's a, if there's a, uh, like, South Korea um, semen team, then that's Disgusting. like, that's like my Seattle Mariners. South yeah. Korea yeah, of course. Or, or like the Submariners. Submariners. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, we could, we could always look, see if there's anybody wearing teal or something. I'd like it. Yeah. Or even if they, uh, it would be nice if it was like a mix. So where it was like the sub, sub, uh, marin, submariners or submariners, South mm-hmm. Korea, and they were all in red and blues. Okay. Yeah. You can, there's only like eight teams in the league. So it's like, all right. it's like getting a video game where you're like, all right, which one just feels the nicest? Wait, so but, and so, like but, they play to nobody, but there's a pitcher on the Deuce on Bears that I love. He pitches about 48 miles an hour. Like okay. he'll you'll even get it like over the plate like at 35. And the announcers are from America, you know, because they're just watching it on broadcast around here. Uh-huh. And they were like, when was the last time someone pitched 45 miles an hour in Major League Baseball? Like, and they're like looking up the facts <laughs> and they're like looking up his career stats. Like, what's amazing is this man has no velocity, but also. Nobody can hit it out of the park at this low velocity, so he gets wins. It's like he's never like this all-star player, but he also wins more than he loses. So he's played out there for like 18 years. He's like a veteran. He's really known. He's like he's like the Jamie Moyer of Korean baseball. Except Jamie Moyer is like way more talented. Like oh, Jamie man. Moyer looks like he's doing it very much on purpose. This guy is just like, I'm going to keep doing this till I get fired. And every year he's like, I can't believe I pulled off another winning season. I mean, he's, like, as in shape as I am. So, you're, like, he doesn't look like an athlete. Right. It's almost That's... like he got the job because there's catering. <laughs> he's, like, yeah, I'm a pitcher. And, like, when he's up there, like, you have no juice. And he's, like, but didn't we win? You're, like, fine. Pitch again until you, until you lose. And 18 yeah. years later. Because <laughs> everyone goes to the batting cages and then and, and walks by the softball <laughs> the adult men's work softball league you ever fucking go into the i i went into the the women's softball pitch jesus christ how the fuck do they hit anything it's it's incredible the wind up in the pitch of women's softball it seems like an impossibility yeah. to me it does seem like an impo- okay so i lived in tucson when jenny finch was a u of a wildcat do you know who jenny finch is mm-hmm greatest woman softball pitcher of all time there was i want to say it was two years she was just uh what is it when you're just undefeated she went two years without losing a game and then her third year she lost one game and it was like a big deal but she also led the league in home runs and stuff she was the babe ruth of women softball Mm. and she would pitch it at like 95 miles an hour but the pitcher's mound is only 60 feet away unlike baseball where it's 90 feet away yeah so they said it's the equivalent of pitching 130 miles an hour in major league baseball like you would have to have that kind of reflex yeah which is why she was just zipping it past people 
yeah, because it's like, first of all, how they're accurate at all. Because I was a sidearm pitcher. So that that took a lot of discipline for me to understand, like, mm-hmm. all right, if I, re- if I release, if I release late, um, then it could sail up, but still maintain like a high strike zone. If I release, yeah. if I release low, it could curve and go down. And but I was wild a lot. So I had to practice mm-hmm. pretty hard. And that was sidearm. Now, because I would practice sidearm so often, I don't know how to throw. I don't know how to throw. Like you would regularly teach somebody how to throw, right? So I'm watching and I'm watching women's softball and I am absolutely captivated by Yeah, it's absolutely insane. How do they do it? They have videos of her pitching to major league baseball players and they're bewildered by it because their release is so low, the pitch is coming up. Right. As opposed to, you know, everything we've seen is overhand or like even when you're sidearm, you're releasing it above your elbow. Right. So the pitch is going down. Yeah, exactly. And so the fact that the pitch is just coming up at them just makes it like this impossible thing that they've never had to deal with. Yeah. And how do you not tag people? How do you not injure people? I have no idea. I have no idea how any of that works. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, I also feel like the baseball bat should break way more in softball. <laughs> yeah. I think the baseball bat should be breaking a lot more in just in general. Like, the fact that it doesn't happen more often than it actually does is uh, pretty astonishing as fast as those balls are being thrown. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of cracked bats come back and they just don't go back out. I feel like mm. that's happening all the time for it yeah. to actually fully split. Whew, you gotta be ever, pretty good at that. Do you ever, did you ever hit with a wooden bat? Like yeah, at any point you're uh, mm-hmm. playing? I, I, it felt so weird to, sh- to shift over to wooden bat. I started with wooden bat. I don't know why my dad gave us a wooden bat at first, hmm. but he did. And that's what I just like, that's what I knew first. So when I got to aluminum, it was like, oh, wait, this is way easier. Yeah. It's so much lighter and it just mm-hmm. goes. But the wooden bat just sounded better, which I think maybe oh. was the reason. I don't know if it was like cheaper or the, or my dad was like, oh, no, I don't want to hear the, the wood. Yeah. But like something about a wood bat hitting the ball is just what you want. I don't want the ping. I want the crack. No, I hate the ping. The ping is the worst. Yeah, it sounds like just like the little wiener response, no matter how hard they hit it. It's just like, ping! ping. Oh, I did it! <laughs> yeah. How many feet did that go? Even though it's like a really dominant natural thing they're doing. Yeah. It's just, what a Mr. Rogers sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Ping. Hey, it's it's out of here. <laughs> Ping. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If you had a kid and they were afraid of the crack of the bat, like that scared them, you give them the aluminum bat. You go, here you go, buddy. Here you go, you, this, Yeah, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Ping. Ping. You shouldn't even be allowed to capitalize ping. It should just be all lowercase letters. <laughs> even if it's a fucking rocket. Even yeah. If- oh, yeah. There's no... Yeah, if a literal flame came out of the back end of it as it took off, like your video game. Yeah, or the cover of the ball came off. Mm-hmm. And it was Absolutely. just ribbons now. It's just fucking, it just explodes as it as it gets launched into the sun. That yeah, because instead of it looking just dynamic, like it would with a wooden bat, now it's just mm-hmm. like confetti. You're like, oh, yeah. great, there we go. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you did that with a wooden bat... Uh, I mean, it was a wooden bat uh, home runs 
just look and feel like it's everything you'd ever want it to be. That's a, you know what? Yeah. It's a, that's on my bucket list. I must complete before I die um, is going to be hitting a home run with a wooden bat. That's all there is huh. to it. That's all right. Yeah. List. Yeah. It's going to make a good noise. Do you have a wooden bat now? I do have a wooden bat. And you know what it says on it? Ping. Batman. Oh, okay. Bat is it Batman. black and yellow? It is not black and yellow. It's actually um, like, like um, wood. I've thought about getting like one of those like big stick ones, like the ones the major leaguers have, even though I don't need such a great bat. Yeah. Just, just to have the actual thing, just to feel better about that. Even I'd though be, I'm sure I'm not good at it now. I'd be afraid for you to have that bat because I'm, you're going to jam. There's no way you're not going to jam up uh, when you connect. You're gonna hit the you're gonna hit the fucking skinny end yeah. on the way up, and you're gonna jam your fucking hands every goddamn time. You need my bat. My bat's small. You're I'm, probably right. You're right on that. No, you're definitely right. Yeah. I need the Craig Council little weird bat, little weird stance <laughs> thing over my head, just yep. shaking it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! I want to know how they figure out those stances because there's no way anyone told him to do that. Like yeah. Craig Council's batting stance is so stupid. There must be some amount of autism that led him to it. You know, where it's just like, oh, I had a dream where somebody called me gay and now I hold it like this <laughs> to fight off that dream. <laughs> and now that's my batting stance. His, his homophobia is what, <laughs> yeah, made, what drives him, him. Drives him to the major leagues. I, I mean, I always wondered about, I always wondered about uh, Ichiro. Uh, like, I, I, I uh, I idolized Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. So I would watch him. I always wanted to, but I, I'm, I'm, um, now I'm all like confused. He's a lefty. I uh, can't think. I'm really, Which one? Direction. they both are Griffey. Yeah. So b- both Griffey and Ichiro were lefties and, um, I'm a right, I'm a righty batter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I always wanted to be a lefty batter because of, because of Griffey. And I would watch how he, I would always study how he would hit. And he mm-hmm. always had a wiggle. He would always yeah, he had a wiggle. His wiggle and it was, was almost like his, like, was it his right hand? Yeah. I think his right hand was just like decoration pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it seemed like he just like let go with the left. Mm-hmm. And the right was just like behind, just like, it was like a perfect pose. Like if yeah. they decided to change that to the major league baseball logo, his swing, nobody would be like opposed to like yeah that's what a swing looks like that's what a beautiful swing is i was so proud to be a mariners fan um back in the back in the 90s i remember when um i'm pretty sure you can tell me the actual years you were proud to be a mariners fan there's four of them i can 98 2001 uh yeah because if you go to if you go to what is now t-mobile park they'll do that for you anyway you'll right before the game starts there's always a big highlight reel of the run in 95 and the run in, in 01. And, uh, but it was really great to watch. I remember there was a game after the 95 season um, and Griffey, the Mariners were playing the twins in Minnesota and Griffey had a walk-off home run mm-hmm. and, and the crowd in Minnesota gave him a standing ovation because it was just amazing to see oh, Griffey, yeah. Griffey play. Yeah. I saw Griffey play a couple of times. Every time he was a red, he was, so he was a, with Cincinnati, mm-hmm. but we were all there to see him. I mean, yeah. like it wasn't, it was in Wrigley and we were just all like, even like when he came up, he was like, 
Yes. This is what we came for. We came to watch him. I watched him. I want to say I watched him in three games, and he went like 0 for 4 in all three games. Like, I never saw him actually hit a home run or get on base. Yeah. I but it was to- also just like you're on greatness. So you're just. Yeah, the 90s were a great sports, was a great time for yeah, sports. Yeah, steroids were big. Steroids were big, but you also had a lot of heroes to root for. You had heroes and you had villains. Like, on the mm-hmm. same team, you had, you had A-Rod and mm-hmm. you had Griffey, you know, playing together. And everyone was like, all right, we got, we got, we got the fucking team. We had Edgar, you know, Jay Buhner, mm-hmm. Randy Johnson. But then Johnson leaves. Um, mm-hmm. There was actually, I remember the game where it was the countdown to him leaving. And, and people were ecstatic, like, get, the, get him the mm-hmm. fuck out of here. And I think it was like, uh, it was like when, I think when he was a diamondback, he killed that bird. And I was like, yeah, oh. that's actually covered in our Jeff Dye episode. Cause I was at that game. You were at that game. Yeah. I was at that game. No shit. Yeah. I tell that story on that, uh, that episode because I worked at the, the ballpark, uh, during spring training and it was in spring training in Tucson. Oh, and so I watched his first because I did the Diamondbacks spring training. So mm-hmm. I was there his first time in the Arizona uniform. And then mm-hmm. about two years later, it was the year he uh, hit the bird, which was the same year that ended up later on winning the World Series. And I was at his 20 strikeout game because of that. Mm-hmm. I was selling beer at that. And so yeah, I was like, man. I got to see a lot of really good Randy Johnson. I got to see some good Kurt Schilling. Yeah, Kurt Schilling. You had Derek Jeter. Um... We never had Derek Jeter. On the Diamondbacks? No, no, no. I'm not saying for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, you mean that time period? Just that time period, Those the heroes. Yeah, that- see, but everything I'm saying is all, like, NL. Like, I mean, yeah, because Randy Johnson was NL at that time. Yeah. So, like, I, the only time I got to see Derek Jeter was when I, like, flew to New York to yeah, me go too. to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Before they tore it down. Me too. I went to the, one of the last games before they tore it down. Oh, which one did you go to? Who were they playing? Um, fuck, who were they playing? I... I don't remember. Uh, I just remember being like really nervous to be in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And I was, and I wore my Mariners stuff, but they weren't they weren't playing the. Oh, were they playing the M's? Fuck, I don't remember because the only thing we were doing is like we sat we were sat on the third baseline, me and my uncle, and we started talking shit about A Rod because A Rod is playing third, and then these these Yankee guys turn and look at us, see our Mariners stuff, see mm-hmm. that we're shitting on on A Rod, and then they also start shitting on him too. That's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I went- you guys don't like him either interesting no i mean he's although i love him now oh yeah he's great now he's a great commentator yeah, exactly it's what makes it great like his yeah. insight is like perfect yeah i went when they were playing the san diego padres and the padres you know like what was this this was like 2005 or something maybe less padres were shit they were absolute shit they were shitty for a shitty padres team and the padres <laughs> <are always> shit. <laughs> they suck. and so like Padres is the food in Petco Park. That's the best thing about the Padres. Oh, and the park. The park is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great park. The team is nothing. The team is not worth anything. No. I'm surprised the team's not parking cars before and after the game <laughs> and then come in and play the game, play the honest truth. Like, what I love about Petco is that it's also the cheapest park to go to because they spend no money on their players. Yeah. So you can get like down, like down low for a hundred bucks. You can be like, on tv down low you know like it's just like it's too <laughs> yeah. cheap yeah yeah and they always give a lot of shit away yeah i'm surprised they don't give away stocks in the team you know like, <laughs> they give just you like not the park stocks. itself 
yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, hey, you're now part owner of the team. You're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, I don't want Just that. take my money instead. What is this? <laughs> but I, uh, I just have a soft spot for the Padres. Not a big mm-hmm. Padres fan. Have a soft spot. So I wore a, a Padres shirt. I have a Padres shirt and a Padres hat. Oh, and nice. I wore it to Yankee Stadium. And they just relentlessly yelled at me the whole time about like whatever year it was that the Padres lost to the Yankees in the World Series. Where oh. they were just like, remember 98 or whatever the fuck year it was? And I was like, yeah, it's the highlight of the Padres' existence is losing to you. Remember your 30 other wins? Like, fucking chill out. That is like, such I'm a- not mad. I know. I I always think that's so weird because I've 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 been fans of winning teams and I've I've never looked at I've never been at a park or or um at a football stadium and saw somebody in some other gear and been like, remember when we kicked your ass in '97? It's like, why would I do that? I thought about yeah. that when I because uh I was a Broncos fan, um, and then they. So, uh, so I was doing a comedy sh- comedy competition in Tacoma after the Broncos were brutally destroyed by the Seattle Seahawks and the Seattle Seahawks For first sure. win. And, uh, and so I, I'm like not doing well in the competition. I'm like all in my head about mm-hmm. the timer, I, about the money and like, the, like getting place like getting in like third second third place and I'm just like all in my head about it and I decide like the only way I'm actually gonna have a good time in this competition is if I sabotage myself like if I actually pull myself out of the running Mm -hmm. then I can just perform and have a good time and so Mm -hmm. I didn't intentionally decide to bomb but what I was gonna do is stack the deck against me so very Eminem Yes. So what I do is um, it's packed. It's sold out for this comedy competition. And I didn't tell anybody I was doing this, but like right before I went up, I brought my Broncos Jersey and I put it, I put it on and I had my bright, I had these bright orange and blue uh, Adidas, blue stripes, Mm -hmm. big bright orange around it. And I walk up and this, like the crowd is stoked. Everyone's killing too, by the way, like everyone's doing a great job. The crowd is fucking stoked. This woman sees me waiting in the wings in my Bronco shit. And she's like, are you next? Are you next? Or are you like uh, waiting to sit? And I go, oh, I'm next. And she's like, oh, okay. So the host brings me up and he's like, all right, guys, um, this next guy, I got to say, pretty courageous man. Um, and one of, the, um, one of the judges of that, that show that night is famous for being a Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. His name is Big, Big Low or something like that. Anyway, I, I as he brings, he's like Kane Holloway. Everyone starts clapping and cheering. Mm-hmm. It's the next comic, and then as soon as they see me, this this sold out four hundred comedy <laughs> club, boo! <laughs> Everybody is booing me, and I felt so energized from that. I'm like, yes! Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, also, like, the immediate opener is, what, you guys won, motherfuckers? Like, yes. Like, that's, like, that's, you already got them, like, I feel like you get people on the side for that. You're like, no, no, yeah. no. You won. I'm the one that walked in. I could have easily have not worn this shirt. Exactly. I don't only own one shirt, but let's acknowledge the fact. Right. You guys won. Yeah. I did something uh, equally stupid my first time in Seattle. Oh. 
Yeah, where I uh, I went up. It was the year that that was happening, but it was before they won the Super Bowl. So Seattle's just doing great all the time. The Legion of Boom is now becoming a thing. And the Seahawks are now starting to become like actually famous, not just locally famous. Mm-hmm. And so I went up because it was just like my first time in Seattle. I don't, I, I was stupid. Somebody in the front row was wearing a 12 jersey. Oh boy. You know, it says fan on the back. I hate those. I know. And so I said, much. oh, you guys are doing so good. You might be able to buy a jersey of an actual player. <laughs> <laughs> Holloway we did it another episode in the bank I I'm always amazed at how effortless it is for us to just talk like that episode is twice as long as our normal episode and to me it just flew by like I was talking to him and then I looked at the timer and I was like oh crap we totally we totally did it already and then I was like I have it's like it's twice as long should I cut it in half and make it two episodes and I was like no it just it just flows and I don't want to interrupt it and so we just we just went you know like we just have this episode and I think it worked out really well. I really enjoyed it. I think we learned a little bit about the both of us. Uh, we learned that I'm a terrible actor, by the way. I've never claimed to be a good actor. I think I'm awful at it. Uh, thank you for everyone who's cast me in anything. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's it. Kane's episode is on. Kane has a podcast. He has a new podcast called Don't Put Up With Bullshit From Fuckers. Uh, woof, I know. What a title. Imagine. Imagine having to tell your parents that one, you know, <laughs> where you're just like, hey, guess, like, imagine the merch, imagine the merch, like, oh my Lord, that is so much, like, I even had to, like, inhale a little extra before saying it. That is the podcast, can't misspell it, don't put up with bullshit from fuckers, there it is, uh, Kane's on every episode, it's his show, it's, it's great, and, uh, again, he did that one show, the trivia show, well, actually, I'm on it. I haven't been on the other show. That's the only reason I promoted it, Kane. I'm sorry. Kane told me not to promote the trivia show. But you know what? I did because it's where you can find me. So Aaron Marsh on Well, Actually with Kane and Holly Annabelle Brown. I should have her on one of these days. By the way, you guys are the best. Kane's the best. Next episode, we got a comic from Salt Lake City, Utah, Bryce Prescott. Bryce Prescott and I have known each other for at least two years. I feel like maybe three. Never met in person. I feel like we have a long talk every couple months. And never in person have we met. But we've done a couple Zooms and FaceTimes and long chat chats. Like, he knows my life story. It's good dude. Good dude. Whenever a friend of mine goes to Salt Lake and they need somebody to hit up for, like, spots, I send them Bryce's way. He'll be on Friday. You're going to love it. He's a great guy. We talk about some things. Uh, the first first Garth Brooks reference of the podcast is coming on Friday. I know you guys have just been waiting for me to talk about Garth Brooks the whole time. Well, now it's coming. Um, yeah, that's, that's what we got. And then thank you very much for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Uh, again, if you comment, subscribe to my podcast, and want me to do the same for your podcast, 
let me know. Show me that you did it. Tell me where to do yours. I'll subscribe. I'll rate. I'll review. And you know, like do the same for me. Little tip for tat. Why not? Why not boost our ratings a little bit? Because that's what it does. It makes it boosts my ratings. That's why I tell you guys every episode to do it. Because it's like it is the most direct way you guys can help this show. Is absolutely just just rate, review, subscribe, keep listening, keep sharing it. You know, like every month we're getting more and more listeners, and I'm like super excited by the whole thing because it's like people are like, "What are you doing with your quarantine?" And I'm like, "I'm just putting all the energy I got into podcasting." So. You guys have really made this like easy for me, you know, like it's given me a lot of things to put my mind in places so I don't go nuts. Thank you again. Thank you for listening and thank you for putting up with me. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Find a place in this world or never belong. I've got to be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? I'll go it alone. That's how it must be. I can't be right for anyone else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. I gotta be free. Derek, I try to do it.